contemplating whether or not to speak today. Point that the entire student body hears what has to be said. As we can see, some people are missing, but shame, those who are here will get the message. It doesn't pay to push things off. Because you never know, tomorrow, next day, what has to be said has to be said, and has to be said as fast as possible. This great day is going to forgive you. To purify you. From all of your misdeeds, wrongdoing, what's called sins in our language. In front of Hashem, you shall be cleansed. You shall be purified. standing now what's called that's the intermediary days between Rosh Hashanah, Day of Judgment and Baruch Hashem hopefully we're very successful yet we don't know we have Yom Kippur coming up the Day of Atonement the Day of Kapara the Day of the Great Seal that Hashem is going to put on each and every person's papers for the year. I'm going to quote you Rabbeinu Yonah, Sha'arat Teshuvah, the gift of repentance, an awesome work written by a great Sadiq, Rabbeinu Yonah from Zulandi, in the time of the Rishonim, the Rishon. Every word it sounds poetic, but every word has hidden meaning. On the ten days of Teshubah, one who fears the words of Hashem, his heart should be scared, he should tremble inside of him. Why? Because when he knows all of his deeds are written in the book and at that time Hashem is going to bring in judgment every act whether it be small it be big because a person is judged as we said in Rosh Hashanah and his Gezardin his final decree is sealed his fate is sealed on Yom Kippur and he brings the most that we could understand at least something at the time a person knows that they're going to bring his case before a human person he becomes very scared I don't know if I mentioned to you maybe some heard once upon a time here I have a friend who was one time driving coming back from a certain place and they had two cars coming back home. 
<coughs> there was a guy in, in the second car who at last minute decided to change and go into my friend's car. Oh, on the way, they're driving, little curve, car turned over, and everyone got out okay, but this guy, critical condition. That one guy who switched cars last second, critical. I remember my friend telling me, years ago, he was telling me, he says, please, please, you gotta pray for this guy to live, please. Anyway, the guy died, the yeshiva boy. There was a whole ensuing court case. Someone in the car said that it was his fault. And defense attorney, prosecutor, everything started. This guy, my friend, is a big learner, always very jolly and happy. And his wife told my wife that at night he would scream out from his dream like a wild man in the middle of sleep from pahad that he had trembling from the court case. He goes to court. They check in, cross-check him again, questions, how was the sign? Was this way? You went, how, how fast were you going? <laughs> the lawyer's trying to catch him, everything, every essay again, this way, that way. And again, they pushed it off, and the case again, and the case again. Went to Rabbi Khan Kanievsky, he went to the Gedolim, for Berachot, went everywhere. Court is praying, he's pouring, he's crying. It's a big guy, this guy. He, he was so scared. Finally, after maybe a year, Case came to an end. Instead of going to jail for homicide, so they gave him to work, social work in the hospital, like some Abde has to work for, for maybe six months, a whole day. Instead of going to yeshiva, in the hospital, clean the floors, whatever. A few years later, one time, this kid was outside. Anyway, there was a commotion outside the car, maybe almost hit the kid, something, something happened. He came running out, he saw the thing, he fainted. His wife caught him. I'm telling you, this guy is an ox, and he's a very funny guy. They reminded him for a second and threw him back to his own court case. Until today, not the same person that I knew him before. What means a court case? That's a court case. Six months he worked out. And that's the court case. Do we have an idea of what it means to stand in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, especially when we know that most probably we don't have enough defense? If you talk to this man now about a court case, you could be very sure that he has a different attitude for Yom Kippur than we do. He's been through something. If a person has a case like that, and that's what he did, he went to the best to get lawyers, how much money they poured into it. And the case again is brought back again and again, brought back again. Push it off a little bit. Rabbis, Sigulot, Kodel, praying, graves, whatever you can think of was going through this man's mind. And he did. He didn't sit there watering his garden or taking care of his business. He couldn't do anything. He was so caught up in the problem <coughs> that he couldn't leave. Therefore, he says, 
How foolish, use the word foolish, are these people who they go out to their everyday work on the Yamim Noraim, on the high holiday season. And they don't know what's going to be their judgment. So what should I do? But I think, I, he said, guys, in the business, I don't know, close the store. He says, if a person really understands the situation, he should minimize his dealings those days, and he should set some time aside, day and by night, to check himself out, to think, to get up early, not 11 o'clock or 3, and to deal in the ways of Teshuvah what Hashem wants, and to pour out his heart. Because the time is a time of want, and the tefillah is heard. The Rishu Hashem, he might say, oh, Rabbis tell us, seek out Hashem when he is to be found. When is he to be found? On these 10 days, which already passed half. Half of festival. Haramban writes like this. Even though repentance and crying out to Hashem is always good, it's always good to pray to Hashem. Ba'asarayamim in these ten days, Shabbat Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippurim, between this, these two holidays, Yafahi beyoter umetkabelat himiyad. It is very good, and it is accepted immediately. Even a private person's power, which normally during the year is not without a tibur, not as strong, but a private person on these ten days when he prays, his power <coughs> reaches the heavens. Enormous! What even one person can do on his own behalf, not anybody else, himself at least. But I think this Allah Shalom brings down over here that some Sadiqim would not accept accept any gifts during the year. Because they knew that, well, what I'm destined to get, I'm going to get anyway. Why shall I take it in the form of a gift? I'll get it in a better way, not a gift. But on our Sadiqah, these days they would accept gifts. Why? Because it has not yet been sealed on Yom Kippur how much it's going to make that year. It may have been written down on Rosh Hashanah, but the seal is Yom Kippur. So now whatever he gets is like a freebie. So you take what you can get. That's in money, in gifts. How much more so is it in spiritual things? That these are the days that you can grab things more than the entire year, and they're for sale. Very big bargain. That's what I always say is called, that's the real blowout sale. How can it be that if you learn today, six o'clock to 6.05, so last year you learn on Sunday night, six to 6.05, how can it be every Sunday? How can it be? What kind of deal is that? Now, if we were Hashem, would we do that somebody, would we do you? It was done and done. If it's enough, but we're not ashamed. That's the whole cat. 
and he has a lot of mercy on us and he wants us to have the good judgment but he wants us to do one thing one thing what's that one thing one who comes to purify they help you you have to be bad you have to come make the first move forward you're coming okay but you sit back and you chill out and you don't make an effort you don't make a move towards Hashem can he help you? Open me the, the needle's hole and I shall open you a wide doorway. But you have to open the needle. You've got to open the little hole. It's got to be a real hole, by the way. It's got to be a hole from end to end. Imagine you go and get a drill. You make a drill. <laughs> okay, you make this much. Then you get through. I think I stop. It's nothing. Put a little plaster, cover it up, and it's nothing. Right you make the hole through and through. It's <laughs> through and through. Then that the one in the hole they want. Habali Tahir, one who comes to get purified, he will be helped. They're gonna help him. But there's a flip side to that coin. Habali one who comes to become defiled. If a person wants to make himself go down the tubes, Hashem will help you go down the tubes. Potrino means he opens the gate for you, but there are proofs from Shas, what Miller said, that they push you through the door also. You want? You want to go out there? We'll help you also! So there's two sides to the coin. We gotta decide quickly before you keep pulling which side are we taking? Do we want purification? <coughs> or we want. Just gotta chill out a little bit, relax. There's a story in the Gemara, Masechet Yoma. We know that <coughs> crimes that were committed between a man and his fellow man, Yom Kippur does not forgive it. You must <coughs> reckon with your friend, appease him, ask him forgiveness. If he didn't, there's no Yom Kippur is a waste of time for you. You can cry and fast a thousand Yom Kippurs <coughs> and there's no kapara. <coughs> That's why, by the way, very important, notice. <coughs> If you wrong, had you wronged anybody in the past years, and you're not a couple of them, you're obligated this week to make some phone calls. It's some job, but you have to do it. Because if you don't do it, you're not getting anything from your people. You're wasting your time, sure. You better do it this week. The problem is, who knows, who remembers? Maybe I, maybe I stole from some candy store. Maybe I, maybe I went to the teacher and I against him or her or whatever it may be. You gotta look up in the phone book. Call the principal, find out who it is. You have to ask Mahila. <coughs> and your parents? Call out your parents. They're the first ones you have to call. A son who does not call his parents has no respect for his parents. You're obligated to be halakha of Aruch to call and say, Dad and Mom, I'm sorry for being a bum sometimes. I'm sorry for bothering you, for going down your back, for not listening. And you're obligated to do that. If you don't do it, you're disrespectful, and you keep food is a waste of time. You can go home. 
the minimum is to ask for forgiveness for the parents to be faithful to it. Dad, I was a real fool. I don't understand. I'm sorry. I ask your forgiveness. Mom, same thing. Ask forgiveness. You must do it. It's a job and you have to do it. How? It's up to you. You have to, have to do it. It shouldn't be that counter that comes in and you didn't do that yet. And of course, your friends. I'm sure. Everybody has some kind of an account. You have to look them up in the phone book and you have to call them. And say, you know, how about we make up, you know, let's make the ends meet. The Gemara tells us that Rav, the famous Rav, the giant of the Talmud Babli, there was a certain butcher who ridiculed him, disgraced him. Rav was who Rav? Rashi says Rav was Rabban Shel Bnei Israel. He was the rabbi of the whole world. There was a butcher that made problems for him. And all year long, the butcher did not come to Rav to ask forgiveness. The chief rabbi of Israel. Rav says, what can I do? It's Erev Kippur. He doesn't want to come, so I'll go to him. Imagine, I'll go to him. Because Rav wants to give the guy forgiveness. Guy didn't come forward. Gemara relates the story. On the way, walking to the butcher shop, he meets up with Rav Huna, his student. Rav Huna says, Rabbi, where are you going now? Where are you going? Walking the streets? Rabbi. He says, remember that butcher, that story of the butcher? I'm going to make up with him. Rav walked away. Rav Huna says, Rav is going to kill somebody now. I know. There's going to be danger over here. Because I know that butcher. He's a tough guy. There's going to be a danger here. I know. Life threatening. Sure enough, Rav gets to the store. Walks back and forth there. The guy should see him. He says, uh, Are you Rav? You Rav? Get out of here, he says. Nanducha. Blasphemy. You should have come and fought to Yes, forgiveness. And Rav came to you out of Kippur. And that's how you talked to him. Rav walked away. The guy was axing away at the head of some animal. While axing away, a little splint of a bone shot out right into his neck. Killed him on the spot, throw on the animal. On the spot he died. That's the story of the Gemara. His punishment was rather right on the spot. <coughs> What's the shot? All year long you didn't come along to Rav. Some stupid reason. You were wrong. But at least now, come to him out of Kippur. Okay, you didn't come to him today. But he came to you. That's the answer. At least say, I'm sorry. I want to tell you something. Jacob Sofer says in this story, do you know who that butcher is today? It's scary to say it, but many of us are just as good as that butcher. On the 10 days of Teshuvah, it says, Hashem comes down to us. And he says, I'm here now. 
Make teshuvah now. Don't wait till Ni'ilat Kippur. I'm here now. These 10 days I'm here. I'm very close to you. And not only do we not sometimes come to Minyan, or not make Siliyahat, or not make teshuvah, we'll go to a mall. We ignore Hashem. Who's worse, the butcher or us? That's the butcher. Rab is here. Hashem is here. Where are we going? What are we doing? Are we asking to Shuvah? Are we saying to me, What are we doing these days? Are we better than the butcher? And Rav Huna says something. Rav Huna knew right away what's going to happen. What are we doing with ourselves? Yom Kippur is Thursday. Ridiculous today. Today was crazy. After the Shi'urim, what happened? Hashem is here. If what he's here, you ignore. That's the worst of all. In Elul, he was close, but that's what he is now. But in Ilan, remember, we go Shofar. You know why? I want to say seven times Hashem was. Why? He's going up and up and up back to his abode. He's always here, but not the same as these days. days. That's when you hear that Shofar, it's too late. You went to the Shofar so you can eat. That's what you're waiting for. You should want Hashem to say more. Remember, he goes back up. If you didn't make up with him before that time, it's a lost case. The good old butcher. I'm going to tell you a story now that Rabbi Kamarameth wants me to say it over. It's a story that took place in our minyan. A different minyan, not over here. Years ago, that uh, Mr. Polacci's brother was there as a witness to the story. It was maybe seven years ago, eight years ago, I don't remember. It was the break between Minha and Musaf and Minha. It was a little small break. We had a few boys from uh, BMT school in Al-Minyan, and his brother comes over to me, Yosef Palachi, he me well, comes over to me and says, uh, Rabbi, the boys are thinking about going uh, a lot after uh, Yom Kippur. What does the Rabbi think about that? What's the story? What's the scoop? I, heard, I just heard him say these words. I don't know why Menashamayim Hashem put something in my mouth to tell him. Everything is Hashgahat Hashem. I said, what? On the break of Yom Kippur, they're planning the Eilat trip? I said, you can tell your friends to go home right now. They're wasting their time. Minha Ni'ilah is a waste of time. It's not going to do anything for them. Minha Ni'ilah will do nothing for these boys. They can come and go home. That's what I told them. And they walked away. A few minutes later, we saw him in half. Saw him in half. Suddenly, in the beginning of the half, the sockets like, almost blew up. Boom! And the fire in the socket coming like this. Everybody filed out. Run out for life. Run out. It could be electrical fire. It could be seconds. What to do? 
So someone finally, someone, someone, someone I don't know, I got to do that. We just, he stopped. Somehow he stopped it. Just, there was, I saw fire coming out of the socket, regular fire coming out of the socket like this. And I was in the hallway with, waiting to go back to the shoe. He comes over to me, one boy from that group. And he says, Rabbi, I want to apologize. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I said, what's the matter? Rabbi, I'm sorry. It's my fault. It's my fault. I said, what's, 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 what's your fault? He says, no, Rabbi. He said, when Palachi came to him and told him what I had said on the break, so in the beginning of Menaha, he was thinking it over. Because he had to talk to him a little bit. And he said to himself, Hashem, I don't know what to do, but give me a sign. Show me lightning. That's what he said. Now we're in the room, almost closed, no windows. At that time, it wasn't so good. You see, but now, whatever, one with the windows. Show me lightning, and I'll make the right decision. The second he said it, the socket blew That's the story that happened. His brother's a witness. This boy today is married. He's learning in Eretz Yisrael, full-time learning. Does that shame? be a big hachana. One of the SY boys. What's the story telling us? How can a person think now? Well, but that's a shame. Next week we're going to go out and do this. Who has time to think about that? If you know that your your judgment is not in. The clear yet, how can a person think about what he should do next week? I want to tell you something. I don't, I don't really go to Shachar Torah on these days. Some hold they do it, but I, don't, I, I just don't feel sometimes stop going around the town. But I didn't go around these days for that. I'm not saying each guy does his own. But this, to go out of the building, I told two people today. You have to think five times before you go out of this building this week. Why? Rabbi, be realistic. I am realistic. You're not realistic. You go out, and who knows, you know what's out there already? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to the store. On the way to the store, how many abirot? What you're going to say in tradition now, you're going to say, Hatati on that sin. Exactly, on that sin that I did just today. Who are you fooling with that? You have to go out. Has to be a good reason to go out or something. You have to use these days. They don't come back till next year. If they're going to come back. Let's see what that means. You have a few days left. Every Arbi, every Shahri, every Minahai, you got to be there. You got to be there. I mean, just to be there holding the book and just sketching. Put your soul to it. Put your Shaman to it. What about Shabbat? What about Shabbat? Do we keep Shabbat? Do we keep Shabbat? The guy's behind a Shabbat, and I'm bound to say he's like a goy. He touches the wine, it's over. No kiddush, it's over. Explode out in the garbage. No kiddush. It's no kiddush. Behind a Shabbat, a goy. Take the wine, explode out. Behind this, it's over. Oh, but what do I do? I just hit the switch on. Big deal, big deal, Rabbi, big deal. Come on. Switch on, switch off, on, this, that. You don't understand what that means. Shabbat is the soul of Am Yisrael. 
When you come to Kippur now, are you going to say, Hashem, to see about Hashem? I'm going to try to keep every Shabbat. You have to say that. Otherwise, you're in big, big trouble. Herbert Haim says, Shabbat is a sign in the store. Imagine there's a store, and the sign is hanging down, it's almost falling off, but there's a sign on. You know the guy's in business. But when you see the sign, there's no sign there anymore. The guy's close, he's close. Ought he, it's a sign between us and Hashem as Jews, practicing Jews. You keep Shabbat, that's a sign of Judaism. You don't keep Shabbat, where's the Jewishness? What are you Jewish about? What are you Jewish about? You keep it, what are you? Oh, Al-Hamadim. What, what are you Jewish about? What are you keeping exactly? It's so serious. If a guy keeps Shabbat, the Gemara says, even if he worshipped idols in his lifetime, but at the end he kept Shabbat, he made Shabbat, keep Shabbat good, it wipes out all the Hadirot. So many chances have been given. Two big yesterday passed by, we didn't even realize. We lost just Shabbat yesterday, we missed a big Shabbat. What can we do? The Shabbat that makes all Shabbat have missed it, what can we do? But at least now there's three days left. We have now a Sunday night, a Monday, morning, and afternoon, and night, and a Tuesday, and Wednesday already, it's Adam Kippur. You have to eat that day. You have to try to get your learning in between eating, but you have to eat that day. Are we ready? Are we ready? If I really be, be a, 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 a true person, I will ask every guy here, tell me, do you feel ready for Yom Kippur? Are you really set? Do you have everything ready? Yeah, Rabbi, I have my suit already. My sneakers, everything is perfect. I just call my haircut. I send me another pair, maybe. I'm... I asked you if you're ready. Not if you're ready to stay there with nice clothes. Is your neshama ready? Are you going to commit yourself? Are you going to ask for forgiveness? <laughs> you know what it says in the pursuit? For on this day, There was one rabbi, one big adult. He put, a, he put the period, the comma, in a different place. I said this name of the rabbi. This day we'll forgive for sure. That Yom Kippur forgives, we know. But you know what? It is upon you yourself to purify yourself first. You come forward. You have to come forward. You have to want. Do we want to be? Ask yourself right now a question, deep question. Do I really want to be better? Or, eh, eh same old Judaism. I can't, eh, leave me alone. So many things I can't just, enough, enough, enough. If that's your attitude, then you're in very big trouble. You have to know that. Because Hashem is no sketch. When we say, Amelech HaMishpat, it means something. It means something. We, yes, we are his slaves. We are his servants. We'll say, today, you know, we live in the generation today, we, we call her a housekeeper. It's not nice to call her the maid. We're very careful with our words to be nice. We don't want to, you know, can't say be a slave. We call them servants. We understand Hashem's, uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, those who, all kinds of words. Fancy words. You have to know we are Abadim. And we have to do what He wants. You have to at least try to do what He wants. Make it look like, it, look like you're trying to do what He wants at least. Not even a show. Not even a show. I couldn't kill us. That's all right. I couldn't make it today. I couldn't make it today. I bet you anything in the world, if you had to be at court, you would have been there. You would have been there. What's the question? Because if you're not there, it means you lost the case right away. It's ridiculous. Hashem is not worth more than that. 
And it's, own, it's our own selves, ourselves, ourselves. He explains over here that the days of the Yemet Shuvah are days, even in Kabbalah, it says, every day during the year they have certain Kabbalah, Kabbalists have Kabbalah. They have Lo Amidah, they take their time, every word is. But on these days, they have different Kabbalah, completely different than the regular weekdays. Why? So the Arizal explains because every day, the goodness comes down from Shamayim, you know, little by little, drop by drop. But on these days, he says, the windows of heaven are opened. It's pouring out, gushing forth, Shefa Abracha, goodness and blessing if you just try to get some of it. It's like a sea. You can dive into it and get something. But we sit back. We're sitting back for what? What are we going to get when we sitting back? I'll tell you what you're going to get. I don't want to say what you're going to get. If a guy sits back now on these days and does not cash in on what he has to, does not get what he has to, that's the good old butcher. That's what it is. The Gemara leaves it for a lesson, that story. It's not just a story. It's we should understand, don't be like the butcher. You chop yourself up. Ridiculous. There's so much you can get now. We have here a few more days left, right? What does it mean a few more days left? <coughs> Yom Kippur was the happiest day of the year. People used to dance on Yom Kippur. How can it be? The answer is, they knew. Finally, when will that day come? Imagine. Imagine a proclamation out from the government any bills, any problems, we're going to forego them in another eight, eight years from now. Eight years from now, let's say. Okay, what happens? This guy, he hears that. He's counting down the years already. Eight years, seven years. Guess that the last year, the months have been counted down. Well, that thing, when is it going to come? And he has so many, he owes to what he rented this thing. And that, he's in debt. And the government, his house is all mortgaged. Everything he can't. He's waiting for that. He counts down the weeks, gets to the days. The guy can't sleep at night. He's so happy. He's sitting on the street. He's dancing with a smile like this. He's dancing in the streets. He's waiting for that day to come. Finally, it comes. Could you imagine seeing him that day? The guy is like, he's in cloud 10. That's it. The people before understood Yom Kippur is the day where things are going to wipe out the slate. I'll walk out from there. I know, I'm, I know, I made a lot of sins, right? This guy says to himself, and there's more than I do, there's more than I did that I really know about. There's more that I don't know about I did even. Who knows how much I did in a year? And here comes a day, this is it. Uh, you pray hard, you cry, and another shame, he's gonna wipe the whole thing out. They used to dance on Yom Kippur, it was the happiest days. They have the but there's one condition. Are you prepared for the day? They came, they danced because they prepared themselves before the day came. So they were ready to get the kapara. But if we don't prepare ourselves in the two ends of ben adam lahaberon and ben adam lamakom between you and Hashem also, Yom Kippur is not going to do anything for us. This is another day. On the contrary, it's a day just to make me suffer. But Yabo, get up, down, up, down, up, down. 
What's it all about? Just make me upset. I should feel bad. It's hard for me. First question always is, Rabbi, uh, when's the fast going to be over? It's the first question. First question. That's your question? You should have said it. We wish to be two days of fasting. Two days fasting, Hashem. Two days of, of course, Hashem. Hashem Alukim, Hashem Alukim. Two days because Hashem. Oh, of course, it's going to be over the fast. First question. So don't question the ask. It's in the Naira. Oh, how much longer the fast? You're a fool. When they blow out Shofar, it's over. That great closest Hashem that was here is going, is going to go away. You should cry when it goes away. Ah, if only I could feel that good sensation. The problem is, maybe you don't feel sensation. You know why? You don't prepare yourself. Habali Tahir! You have to come! How are you coming? Every guy here, every guy here, as good or as not good as he is, everybody's good, everybody's good, but all of us prepare themselves. Has to ask this question. Am, am, am I prepared? Am I coming forward to Hashem? With something? Am I trying to be better? Can I be better? Is it possible? Is it a mission possible? It is possible. Can I do it? Why can I do it? Hashem, all what you need is here. Everything is here. You can do it. Just come forward. Open a tehillim. Open the sindur. Start praying with sindur. To be with the man. Do salihat. What are you doing? Nah, I'm chilling in my room. What are you doing in your room? It's ridiculous. The room's gonna help you. For all you know, the room could be something else. That's your downfall. Come down. Be with the yeshiva. You have two more sedarims, two, two, two more full days left before Wednesday. Two more official days. What will you do with them tomorrow and the next day? Will you show Hashem that, yes, I'm coming forward. Yes. I want to be better. I want you to give me a good year. I want a hatimat Yes, I want it. I want it more than anything in the world that I could possibly want. I want that. You have to come to with a yearning for it. You have to look for it. If you don't want a kapara, you will not get a kapara. Remember, I'm telling you. If you don't want kapara, you will not get. Hashem will do you the favor that you want him to do, and he won't give you kapara. That's, that's a guarantee. If you don't want it, you don't get it. You have to want kapara. You have to want it so much. The most in the world. Please, Hashem. Wipe it out from me, everything. Now remember, there are some sins that have big problems to get kapara on them. For example, let's say a guy's hayab, karet. Let's say hashalom. It's mahalay shabbat. What does he do? The Gemara says in Masechet Yomah that with his repentance and on Kippur, he has to have one more thing. He has to have what's called yisurim, that means affliction, has shalom, get sick, or something like that, or lose some big money, or some kind of problem, has shalom. The three together will forgive him for that. And what about Hilul Hashem? The Gemara says about that, that nothing helps for that. Teshuvah, and of Kippur, and yisurim, all hang in the air. And when he drops dead, that's when he'll be get a kapara. I was saying that. So, so what do we do now? Many of us, maybe, what should we do? Maybe we have that sin, have that sin. Maybe, maybe one time, we were in a restaurant, and we had a yamaka we ate, and someone saw us. Hello Hashem. Or maybe we, the guy said, we made fun of somebody, say, oh, there's thousands of ways of Hello Hashem. We don't act the way we should act as Jews. What should we do now? Or Mahala Shabbat. For all the problems, what should we do? 
there's a few pieces of advice. Number one, if a person repents from Allah, it wipes out everything. The question is, what does it mean? We all know what it means. You're scared of the stick. Oh, you're scared of Hashem. So I'm Hashem, yeah, Hashem, please. I read a few weeks ago to Azalaf Faham. I read him some paper. By the way, there was an update even more recent than that one. I don't have it on me, but it's a paper from the autistic children talking about the times right now. About how, how close we are to Mashiach's time right now. And how close we are to situations where world upheavals. I have to speak to you, I don't have on here, just saying black and white what these children are saying. And he mentions in one of those articles that there will be many people who will make the Shuvah towards the last moment. But it's going to be only to Shuvah Miyir'ah. It's going to be out of fear and it's not going to be 100% to Shuvah. And it'll be a very big question if, be, if they're going to make it, those people. Hashem wants something else. He wants to Shuvah Miyir'ah. What's that example I'll give you? I, sp- I gave this example two days ago, yesterday. <coughs> Your best friend is walking down, and you wanted to play a prank on somebody else. You don't know who's your best friend walking down. He's coming out of the room, and you sit there with a, with a nice thing to whack him. He comes out, you whack him on the head. Suddenly you see it's him, oh, I'm so sorry, I feel so sorry. I didn't feel, I'm my best friend. Imagine, your best friend, I'm actually best friend. What would you do? You're embarrassed. You feel so bad. You, you, you hug the guy. I'm sorry. I felt so sorry. You bring something to, to put on ice on his head to fix him up. Wasn't it? Out of love, you give him a hug and a kiss to help the guy out. I do. And I, 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 I meant it. Please forgive me. I, I, you know we're best friends. You know. Come on. Hashem, you know, you give me so much. He gives you me life. You give me everything. And I slapped you in the face a thousand times this year, maybe more. How can I do it? I'm so sorry, Hashem, I did it to you. You said, my best friend. I didn't realize. I was so, so, I was so stupid. I was foolish. I didn't realize. I'm sorry, Hashem. I want to make chuvah. I love you so much. You give me, give me life. You give me, give me everything. You give me food. You give me my bed. You give me my shoes, my clothing. Everything you give me, my parents, my house. You give me, you give me a thousand of things. How can I not love you? I'm sorry I wronged you, Hashem. That's Teshubah Me'ahadah. If you work on that for these two days, work on it, work on it. That kind of Teshubah, nothing stands in its way. Shabbat, Karet, Sekilah, Halul Hashem. It's all wiped out the window. It's all wiped out the slate. And you have to do it. You know why? Because we have those sins. What should we do? It's a problem. If you don't have that, so then Yom Kippur is not enough. It's not enough. It's not black and white. It's like a Jumal. The Fevab doesn't help. It won't help for Halul Shabbat. It won't help for Karet. It won't help for these things. So you have no choice. You have to do it. What are you going to do it? Last minute, run to the thing. Hashem, I love you. That's not anything. That's a sketch. You want to want want for your pockets. You want some cash. I don't know what you want. You want kapara more than cash. More than anything, more kapara. 
What's the kapara? What's the kapara have everything? You have kapara, have everything. If Hashem forgives you, you have everything. What is it like? It looks like there's a big tube coming down from Shemayim and it's pouring down for you everything. What do you do? You do a couple of averot, smack Hashem face. You take a big cork and you just bang it up and stuff up that thing. That's what it means, Lord. You're stuffing up your own chance of getting good things. It's pouring down. Had you taken that cork out, get rid of the cork, just take it down. Get the cork off, and by the you'll see to the hospital, whoo, you'll be showered. You'll be showered good things. With good health, with money, with parnassah, with family, everything. But Torah, of course, the first thing. You got everything. Suddenly you'll enjoy learning it. Did you ever think about that? Did you ever think about asking Hashem, Hashem, please, please make me enjoy learning. Let me enjoy the Lord Torah. Let me enjoy it. Did you ever ask that in your life? I remember going to, when I pray in the morning, when I was in the Shi'odim, wherever, in Arab Shalom. I run around. I said, in one Hashem, please, let me understand some part of the class. Please, I want to understand it. I have a yearning to understand something. What does that mean? Is ask for that? That's what Hashem wants you to ask for. He'll give it to you. He's ready, He's ready to give it to you. No, He didn't give it to you last year. Wait a minute. Well, could you really didn't ask, maybe? You asked him. Did? Yes. You asked him. And then it comes to the same day. Hashem looked for you. Wait, you got it. No, give it to me. No, he didn't take that day. He wasn't there. Haziz wasn't there to give it to him. He asked me in the morning, I have an ulam. Give me the Torah, Hashem. I come to give it to him. He's not there. That's not called asking. I mean, you're sketching. Ask for something that's valuable. And you'll get the rest of it. What did King Salman ask for? Hashem says, ask, he says. Ask me what I'll give you. What did he tell him? Give me Torah, Chokmah. I should understand the Torah. Oh, yes, for that. That's what I like to ask for. Okay, now I'm going to give you wealth. There was no one walking with King Solomon. He had everything. Diamonds like earth, like, 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 like rock. It was nothing. Silver and gold were like nothing. Because he asked for what Hashem wants to give. He got smart. With it came everything. With it came riches, came palace, came king of the world. Everything came with the bakasha, the request that Hashem wanted to ask for, he made the right move. He was a wise man. He was wise. Follow his footsteps. Ask Hashem for what he wants to give. Not what he does not, what he does not want to give you. You ask what, you, what he wants to give, he'll give you that plus. Plus. You'll see. You will see. How is it that so many people are working out there not religious? They don't have houses. You know that? And this is what I am. They have no houses. They work and work and work and have no houses. And you find yeshiva guys, almost every single one gets married, gets a house. How? Who's doing that? Hashem is doing that. He says, oh, you do what I want you to do, I'll give you a house. This guy's working. Work a little more. Fadal. Get a house one day, maybe. But don't realize how Hashem wants you to ask for that. Have a husband in this community some food. Maybe changing our attitude a little bit. Maybe asking for the good things. Hashem, let me want let me want to be religious for a change. Let me want it. I, oh, you know, I can't take it anymore. I want a boxing thing already and hand it. I'm sure people think like that. So maybe it's, it's maybe it's time this year in our lives, first time to ask Hashem, please Hashem, let me feel you a little bit. I want to be Jewish. I want to be Jewish. Let me, let me enjoy it the way they enjoy it. How come Moshe enjoyed it? How come Bob enjoyed it? Why they enjoy it for? How about me? Did you ever, ever ask for that question? You ever ask for that once in your life? If you didn't, you don't know what Kippur is all about. 
That's Yom Kippur. It's only for the Jews. So ask for it. Habali Tahir. You have to come. You don't come, you don't come. You come, you get. Go to the cashier. Listen, guys, they give it out. He stands on line, let's go, let's go forward. She calls him, sir, sir, ding, ding. Uh, it's, your, it's your turn. No, it's all right, it's all right, let's go ahead. He waits again, it's your turn. He don't come in. She's waving, he just says, go. He's crazy, the guy. But you have to have preparation for that. You're lucky, you're, you're lucky you're in Israel. You're lucky you're in Yerushalayim at Kodesh. You feel much more Kiddushah you can if you wanted to here. Of course, if you want to feel Malchim, you feel it also, you can feel it. But if you want to feel Torah, you can feel right here in the walls. You have to use the time. You have to use tonight, tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow night, the next day. Every segment of the day has to be used. You have to come prepared. You have to know what to ask for and how to ask it and be prepared and get close to Kadosh Baruch If you don't do it now, you may not do it ever. Who knows if you had a chance to do it ever? We, we, need, we, need, we need this chuyot. We need a chance. You need the attorney. You need some kind of defense for yourself. But forget that defense right now. Why don't you take an offensive move, for example? Why don't you ask for something in your life that's worth something instead of a stupid buck? They say, it's not for nothing. It's not for nothing that they say the word dollar equals amalek exactly 240. Then you could say they made it up. Very nice. It's true. They made it up. Of course they made it up. Everything's made up. But the symbolism of it, you have to understand, our enemy is the nonsense of this world. They have a good seder, you learn. If you understood the Tosafot or the Gemara at least once, suddenly you feel good. You know that feeling? It's an elation, some kind of unbelievable feeling. You know, I love that, you know? You get some, some more of it, what happens? Suddenly you go outside, and there she is, jogging right by you. Right by she's jogging. Right away you test it. You know why you test it right away? You know why that happened? Who orchestrated that whole scenario? HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, this guy now deserves. He's on a high he's learning. Now, if he passes this test now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring him up to the top now. Understand what that means? Yesara has to come at you because he knows, hey, this guy's going somewhere, I can't, I can't let him get it out of my hands. He's gonna be out of my hands. He'll be out of control, this guy. I can't. Hadji, this guy's gonna become a religious guy, maybe. He may learn something about his life. Hasma shalom! It can happen. I can't do that. So he fights you right away. No, no, you have to go out for lunch today. No, 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 no. You have to go out for lunch today. You have to. Why? No, I have to. I can't. It was one mistake. One mistake. You have to know to separate the two. It's not the I. If somebody in here always tells you, I, I, he, want, he convinces you to think that you are him and one. You're the same. I want this, I want that. Yes, honey. No, no, I don't, I don't necessarily want that. You, you want that. I didn't say I want that. You want it, so you go. Go back for me, bring it back for me. You have to know what you want. You must discover yourself. Who is the I in yourself? We have to discover before Kippur. It's, it's only two days left. Discover who is the I. And Haram Bam writes before Rash explicitly that the I of every Jew is created at all. He wants to do good. Every guy he wants to do a thousand percent good. <laughs> the only one that's in trouble is that's not He gets it let's get that straight. But we can't get let him filter over into our side. He can't pass line of scrimmage. He's gotta keep away. Otherwise we fumble. We'll lose. Oh, 
we prepared to be Balitahir? Every guy has thought to himself, throughout, even dinner, <coughs> say, imagine, I'm not, I'm not saying, we're not, so, but let's say sitting at the dinner table. Let's say a guy came and says, okay, I want to say, I want to say over some Hadush uh, on the table. Would we care about it? Or would we say, Hazab al over there. We're busy now talking. We don't realize that on these days, Hakarat al is very close. And he says, No, so what are you doing for me that I'm close? Where's my bouquet of flowers? Where's my. You want something, don't you? Are you coming forward? Oh, I'm coming forward, so I, 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 I'm willing to give you. My pockets are full. My treasury is full. I'm here just for you, my son. I'll give you anything you want. Are you coming forward to ask for it? Do you know what to ask for? Do you know how to ask? Do you deserve what you're asking for? But at least one thing, at least come. At least be there. Don't not be there. Because if you're not there, so what can you give me? Take it to anybody. Nobody's going to take it. We have to remember that the truth, really, the truth is really that it's not just Yom Kippur this year. We have to know that this year is a very, very important year for us, like every year is. But especially when we see the signs, the birth signs of Mashiach, we see on the threshold. And I want to tell you something. There's no question about it that Hashem is just waiting for our Yom Kippur, our Tefillah. He's waiting to this time. He's not making any moves. Iran has their plans. Russia has their plans. Everybody has plans. You have to know that. You can't be head in the wall. They have plans. Everybody has their plans already prepared. And they're very serious plans. You have to know that. That's the emit. Anybody who knows anything today knows that the world is standing on eggs. Mamash. They don't realize that. He's wait, so, why, so what's he waiting for? Why? Just, just like one false butter, Hashem is pushing it off. He's waiting for what? He's waiting for us. He's waiting for us to be balitahir. Give us a good year, Hashem. What's a good year? We should want, we should want to, be a, to do what you want. We should want what you want, Hashem. We should want to learn Torah. Not just as a side thing or to have to do it. We should want to keep religion. We should want to do the right things. And of course, give us the wherewithal to do it with. Give us a parnasat so we could do it. But that's not the main bakasha. Parnasat parnasat So you're asking for parnasat It's ridiculous. Maybe ask for life so you can, so you can enjoy parnasat. <laughs> the little guy, he said, he said, nah, I got so much out there, man. I got so much real estate and money. Hashem, if he knocks me out over here, I got left in Switzerland, I got left over here. So one guy comes up and says, you know, honey, all Hashem has to do is just take you away from the money that's there. No problem. Just take you out, that's it. Either the money go away from you, or you go from the money. But either way, there's no connection. Just pluck you out and it's over. We have to ask what's right and want to get. And Hashem, you, you will get That will come anyway, Hashem. But what, what, where's your head? That's what I want. The one city, the, the guy says, tell me, how can we work? He says, you know why I work? I gotta make money. What do you money for? I gotta buy food. What do you food for? Because I have the energy. What energy for? Because I have to work. Oh. <laughs> That's what you're doing. 
cycle, cycle, cycle. Maybe you stick in one thing, one, one added thing, one writer. I need energy so I can learn to that. Oh, now, now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Your whole life of working has a reason to it. There's a reason for that. It's not just a vicious cycle. <laughs> we have to know that it's a very serious year that the rabbis said all about this year that a lot of things are still happening. It says, Eid al-Pesach, it's one of the only times in history that the blessing of the 28th year cycle of the sun is going to fall out this year on Eid al-Pesach. It's only happened in history a few more times. Once on Purim, once on Hifasraim, one other time. That means there's something cooking this year. We want to be there. We want to be with Amisel this year alive and well to see this greatness going to happen. It depends on your, the way we act now, the way we use the time now. When Hashem is close, when we can still do something, when we won't say, oi, the day of Kippur, you know, Shaq said, you know, I should have prayed last night, you know? What did you do? What did you do? Yeah, Hashem, what does Ni'ilah mean? Ni'ilah means to close. Ni'ilah means to close the gate. That's Ni'ilah. It's a special prayer called Ni'ilah. When they go Ni'ilah, they close. And then Hashem, it's like all year round, of course, you always close, right? But not nowhere near close. Nowhere near. Don't keep pulled. Oh, I said, Mechuba. When he gets grabbed, you can just grab. He's going to get out by the tons. You're like Shamayim. You want it now? If you grab it, you get. You get. There were people, many people became very great just from these few days. They turned themselves around these days and they started to grab and they lessened the whole year and they continued in their lives. Many people became great people, great Jews, just from Asad Mechuba. They know when to cash in, they know when to take. Now's the time. You're waiting around. Yes, that tells you not chill out a little bit. You know what they tell you to wake up? The day after you pull it, I guarantee you, you start praying, let's go. That's what it looks like. It's like, guy, you see a guy? If this man tefillah, the time tefillah is already over, the guy's like this, he's praying like this. He's, I can't even do it like this. He's, like, he's shaking and baking like this. Right? And he's like, Aye! And he can, he's crying. You know why? Because yes, that's not good anymore. You want those clothes? Take an axe and bang, bang the door down. They close the doors. That means they close the doors. So what are you praying for? So you have to pray anyway. Because you have to pray. It's not a prayer. But the guy's praying and he's banging. He'll have to take, he'll have to, have to bring a, a, I don't know what, a, a, a bashing cart just to get through that door. But that's, that's, that's what you pray for. Yesterday says, let him pray. Let him use himself up. You ever notice this in life? Suddenly, you get this urge. When it doesn't count, of course, you get to the door. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. You get to the door like that. And when it does count suddenly, oh no, but yesterday but I, did the, I, I, did, I did the whole thing, the whole 10 yards on yesterday, the whole thing had count, I haven't done it already. So when, and, and when it counts the next day, he doesn't know it. He doesn't know it. <laughs> he has to come in and go on the guy. He's sketching you all the time. All the time sketching you. He's like, Rabbi, yesterday, yesterday I was praying yesterday. I was in the dining room at 11.40, I was praying with all my heart. You, and I, I pray again today at 8 o'clock, Hajj, I can't. He's, he's, he's sketching us, if you know. He's the worst enemy he is the greatest opponent. Look at Christianity, Muslims, evolutionists, they're all nothing compared to him. He is the great opponent. And we, now's the time we have a chance. There's one day a year he has no power. It's Yom Kippur. That's it. That's it. His name is, I don't say it at night, soon you know his name, equals 359 plus hair. And how much that? 364. One day he doesn't rule us, Yom Kippur. 
But to prepare yourself for that day. We should take it to heart. We should work these days. Don't sit back. It's not the holidays. You're not off yet. And don't even think now to plan something which Hashem would not want you to do. A person dares to plan such a thing in the face of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no bigger slap than that. Prepare ourselves for Hashem. These days, use the nights. Use the Bekat HaMazon. Use the Berachot. Use your prayers. Ask for something. What are you doing? Just go to, just read the book. Why? What to do that for? Open the English thing and start reading. Even one Berachal. Have one beer wine. Hashim Ben Rabinu. Return us Hashim. Return us to you Hashim. Give us some enjoyment in, in, in serving you. We should like it. Ask, 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 and ask, and ask, and ask. But they see he's, he's pushing it out. He's pushing it out. He's pushing it out. Give me, <laughs> let me try to, help me to free you, Hashem. You're allowed to ask for that. You're allowed to ask for that. You're allowed to. And you should. You have to. All these, all these bakashot you're asking for. All the bakashot, there's so many to ask for. Just go through them. Prayers. Learning night seder. Make it a good night seder. What's the big deal? That's the, that's the greatest thing we have is Torah going for us. If a guy doesn't use what he can use now, He's gonna have, he's gonna have a guest tonight by his door. He's gonna knock on the door. He's gonna say, "Hello, I'm the butcher." Don't forget that butcher. Can't forget him because he's not here anymore. But say, but don't forget him. His story is the big story. That's how Hashem works. Hashem is here now. How can we not do the, the best we could do? And if we do the best we can do, it's just our own benefit. Abadi Tahir, they're gonna help us. He'll give us everything. You want my son? You want Torah? Take it! Take it! Take the whole shas! I'll give it to you! Turn yourself upside down! I'll give you a whole shas! I'll give you with it a couple of houses too, maybe! And a few cars too, I'll give you also! How about that? I'll throw it in a stream of the cake! Remember the story by Sharon? There was a guy, one time, went to the store. And he bought a big gift. Bought a big gift. Okay. There's a guy in the side watching. He sees. Guy, the wrapping paper. Didn't charge him for it. Wrapped the gift. Come on, take it. Go ahead. This guy says, "Hey, it's a good deal." Okay, uh, can I have some wrapping paper? Can I please have some wrapping paper? Okay, sure. How much you want? Maybe a couple of a couple of yards, a couple of meters. Rolls it out, rolls it out. Okay. Yeah, takes it down, walks away. Ah, we go. So what do you mean, go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay for that. So what do you mean? But the other guy, he paid, he paid God for that thing. Was, I saw, it was free. I saw, I was there. You want to me? He says, honey, listen. That guy spent $200 on a gift. So I wrapped, I threw in the wrapping paper, I threw it in the field, I threw it in with the deal. For free, you know, wrapping for him. You want to buy only wrapping paper? Only? You got to pay for it on the item of the store. <laughs> That's not for free. Our problem is we're always asking for the wrapping paper. For the gift itself. Maybe ask for a, 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 a Tosafot, a Gemara, a Mishnah, a Halakha, Homash, something, Torah, Mitzvot. And you know what? The wrapping paper will be for free. I'll throw it in. I'll throw it in. I'll give it to Tova. Forget about that right now. I'll give it to you. Look at everything. King Solomon was wise. He knew how to ask. He knew how to ask. He says, Give me Torah. That's everything. You get Torah, you get the world. 
know what to ask. Use the time value and every tafilah. Obsefir hayin. Ask, 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 and ask, and ask, and ask. And don't stop asking. Tonight, tomorrow, the next day, Wednesday, Thursday, don't stop asking. Use every minute is precious, it's not diamond. It's ridiculous to say diamond. It's disgracing the days. It's olam. It's the world you're getting these days. It's, and it's being dished out as, like, like nothing. It's just like, if we had eyes to see, we would see that how the bounty flow is coming like this. It's coming down like this. That's the difference that. That's what Ariza says. We have to change the kavanot. We can't, we can't have the same kavanah as regular weekdays because the sis doesn't go. It's, just, it's a flood. Hashem is sending a flood down. Use your time wisely. Give what you have. Ask the Baruch Pray. Learn Torah. Don't miss the Seder. Hashem says, I'm here. Where is the guy? Where is he? Doesn't he want something from me? But where is he? He doesn't show up. Oh, let's not go to sleep last night. Before the morning. But why, why is that for? Why is that for? Why? Why for your own benefit? You have a better year. Maybe you'll see Mashiach maybe this year. Maybe you'll be there also to see Mashiach. Maybe, maybe. Just maybe you'll be Zohar. I'll tell you one thing, because if you're not Zohar, I don't know what's going to happen. Not everyone's going to be Zohar to Mashiach. What can we do? We hope to be there. <coughs> maybe soon. Who's guaranteed to be there? I don't know. I'm scared myself. <laughs> I hope that I, I can make it. I hope that I can have this Chuyot. To be inscribed to keep food for life. For a good year. For everything good. That I should be able to, to look him in the face. Mizokher. Yirason. That Hashem should give us the, the energy, the power, and the brains. We should use them to use our time properly, to try to become better Jews, to want Judaism the way Hashem wants us to be Jews, to know what to ask for. And maybe Hashem inscribe us, give us a, a Gemar Hakimat seal for us, a year, Shemat Shalom. Shanat Hayim Tobin. Shanat Beriut. Shanat Torah Mirat Shemaim, the way he wants. And with it all, the other Benachot that Hashem wants to give us. And we should all be Zokhir to receive the Mashiach, the Azrat Hashem, this year very soon, in an easy way, in a good way. No danger from Israel. And we should have all the Siyah that Hashem wants to give us. Amen. Amen. Amen.